Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the May 14th edition of the Nick and Jurors podcast. That started off really loud, Gabe, but I think we got it back. Yeah, just so we've blown all your speakers. Anyone running wearing headphones hates us right now. Well, hates Gabe, actually. It's not our fault. It's Gabe's fault. Hey, but um, if we're being motivation for your run, you're welcome, you know? <laughs> yeah. These silky smooth voices yeah. are doing a good job. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. All um, right, folks. Well, we had a great weekend. Some of us better than others. Um, Gabe went camping. Which we talked at length about last week, yeah. uh, how he was dreading it. Um, which, So he got back in here, and I think he hates how much he loved it. Uh, he, he was very re- reluctant to admit to us that he actually enjoyed um, spending time outside, uh, you know, soaking up a little vitamin Got D. a bit of a tan. Yeah. Although I saw the picture of you on Facebook, and you're wearing like a full-on track suit. Like <laughs> long sleeves, long Fucking track smock. pants. Like everyone else is wearing like tanks and shorts and flip-flops. Did you wear an SFU poncho <laughs> just in case it rained? And Gaber's like the kid with the hat with the, the, the thing on the back to make sure he doesn't get any sun. Just like aggressive. Aggressive. <laughs> and he can't even talk. Yeah, he back can't to talk. Us. He doesn't have a microphone, so he can't defend so, himself. But it, um, but I think he had a great time. But to be fair, when you think going in that you're not going to like something, and then you actually enjoy it. You like you tentatively say that you yeah, like it because you don't want to go all and, the way. And over. we were all we were we were telling him he's going to like it, and, and he didn't want to he, he didn't want to prove us right. And it's fine. We're right. We're right a lot. We're normally right. We're right a lot all the time. You didn't actually look for a soundbite to, to battle back here, but he's got nothing. <laughs> Um, well, speaking of right, the Tampa Bay is moving on. <laughs> it's like, where are you going with this? <laughs> where do you think I was going with that? I had no idea. <laughs> it's like, are we talking politics here? <laughs> speaking of right, I, my, two, my two picks are still alive. I picked the Rangers and the Blackhawks to go to the Stanley Cup Finals. So they yeah. are still alive. You picked? Uh, the Lightning. And we don't need to talk about my wah, last, wah, last wah. pick. <laughs> God damn it, St. Louis. <laughs> so let's let's preview. Uh, let's do the Western Conference first. Okay. Um, and let's talk a bit about a powerhouse series. Yeah. With the Anaheim Ducks hosting the Chicago Blackhawks. I'm excited. You know what? This is going to be a lot of fun. Um, this is the series of the playoffs. I think it's going to be better than the Stanley Cup. Uh, probably this series is going to uh, be better. Although, than although I would, I mean, the series of the playoffs, you could argue that New York Washington one was phenomenal. It was easily the Jets Ducks. That was the. Series. <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> what part but of that, that did you was, enjoy? <laughs> that was a fantastic uh, series. New York coming back from three one. Three one, and you know, I saw a stat today. Uh, Washington now uh, leads the league in the history of the NHL in blown uh, two game. Advantages and they only have thirty nine times yeah. that they did and it. So, and, and so they do, they've blown ten leads uh, out Idiot. of thirty nine um, advantages, Idiot. Idiot. and then second Idiot. is like Idiot. they're all Idiot. original six teams. It's like the Habs with like a hundred and sixty. Right. Like yeah. their percentage is like obscene. Yeah. How many they've blown? What uh, do you think this does to Ovechkin? Like. He'll be back. You know what? Guaranteed victory. Yeah, you know. And I know. And no I one know. will remember that. That'll be. That'll be, you know, gone. No, no one will remember that by next year. I, I always think, like, everyone's like, oh, the guaranteed victory, like, high risk, high reward. I don't think it really is because if if you lose, everyone kind of forgets about it. it. But if you win, you're a fucking legend. I'm not for, going to forget about you it. You get a goddamn trophy named after I you. I don't really like Alexander Ovechkin, so I'm not going to forget it. 
Boom. But it gets it gets kind of pushed from the side, well, and then and then you, you everything throw, in today's you throw media down, gets you pushed throw down aside a guarantee, so and all of a sudden you're the leader of the century. You get a trophy named after you, and Lays is all, all, Mark all Messier, up in your business. Best captain ever yeah, gonna, of any gonna sport. Make me sick. All time. You're gonna make me sick. We can't. Yeah. Not not now. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> is that the only soundbite you have today? Okay, so let's talk about. Fits all. I really want the Blackhawks to win, but I don't. I don't know if they're going to. I really don't. I think their defense is depleted, um, losing <sighs> Rose Lavals, Um And I just don't know if they have the strength to hang with a team like the Ducks. The Ducks look but, really but good. But they, like, they've beat the Kings in the past, and the Kings are just as heavy as the Ducks. I, I, I think uh, Chicago, though their Achilles heel uh, that would worry me going into this is their goaltending. Um, Corey Crawford, but you know, they've been bounced around. Corey Crawford's lost the job to Darling and then Darling subsequently lost it again. And, and I, I just don't think against the ducks, they, there's not really an opportunity where they can afford to play, to, to have to switch goalies mid series. Cause no, then, you know, yeah. something's gone yeah. horribly wrong. Uh, and, and no, I think they stick with Crawford no matter what, unless he gets punched. But, seven I mean, they already did, the like game. they already didn't. They've, there's precedent, right? They went to Darling before. If it, yeah, but didn't he get pumped in a game? Uh, Crawford? Crawford, yeah. So, but like if Crawford gets blown out in the first okay, game, okay. But so people do that. They switch goalies. That's what the Chicago or sorry, the Calgary Flames did. They had <laughs> look, how, uh, look how that worked out for them. Well, I know, but you're gonna stick with the hot hand. I, Kari Ramo played out of his brain in did. that series. He did, and it wasn't it wasn't Hiller's fault. Hiller had one bad game, and Ramo came in and took over. Yeah, it depends on 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 your goaltending, and, and uh, for sure, it depends on on who you have in net. But I, I really think that the goaltending, I, I give that advantage to Anaheim. I uh, like Anderson. even over a young guy like Anderson. Yeah, I, I think I think Anderson's just flat out better. Uh, and if, if something does go wrong with Anderson, John Gibson's also, I, I think, I, I take John Gibson over either of the Blackhawks goalies. You take John Gibson over a Stanley Cup winner? Yes. In- yeah, he won a Stanley Cup with one of the best teams, teams. of all time. Teams. Like Chris, he was part of that team. Chris Osgood won a Stanley Cup as well. <laughs> he won That's three, fair. I think. That's fair. Chris Osgood had his moments. Like eminently <laughs> mediocre. He was just so mediocre. And I think John Gibson is better than Corey Crawford. Corey Crawford is like an average goalie. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> Thanks, Gabe. Thanks for backing uh, up. Anyways, um, the Hawks are really coming into their own. Um, you got Party Kane Patty lighting Kane it up. Patty Kane really uh, good. They've, they, they've struggled with shot suppression all year. Um, a lot, so a lot of this, I, I follow a, um, Jen LC. She's a really good Chicago Blackhawks blogger. She's been saying all year, like the, they've been, the shot suppression has not been there. They've been allowing all these shots. Like it's been just crazy. And, uh, they've really just flipped the switch yeah. uh, in the, you know, in the last couple games before the playoffs and now in the playoffs and they've kind of battened down the hatches and, and they're, they've got their breakout going. All right. And, uh, I, I uh, but it's going to be good against the Ducks. I mean, they've got a mobile blue line as well. I'll watch um, every game of that series. Not like I be, wouldn't ever not watch a really conference good. final ever. But it's gonna I be will really make good. sure that I watch all those games because that's going to be really exciting. Let's move over to the East. Yep. Let's talk a bit about the Rangers' comeback for number one. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was a, an incredible comeback. Yep. Um, incredible 
I mean, played Hen- by Lundqvist. Lundqvist. Like, the guy is unbelievable. And it, it was too bad that, you know, watching that game seven, seeing him and Braden Holtby battle it's too it bad up, that, Holtby that had one to of lose. them had to lose, yeah. right? I mean, Henrik Lundqvist, it, I think it would be fitting to see. I'd like to see him win a cup. That would really cement him as one of the greatest of all time, in, in my opinion. I just want to see Elaine Vigneault win a Stanley Cup and stick it to Vancouver. I think almost everyone in Vancouver is cheering for Elaine Vigneault. Yeah. I don't think you're seeing a lot of people Not Gabe, that are says, spiteful. Uh, I, I think a lot of people would be happy. Why would they be spiteful? They hired, they fired this great coach and hired John Tortorella <laughs> yeah. to replace him. Well, but you just wah, said. Wah, wah. That was what you just Okay. Um so I, I think uh, it would be really good cementing Lundqvist. I saw this weird thing on Twitter. It was like, uh, what was yesterday? May 13th? Yep. So May 13th, 2012, in Game 7, Henrik Lundqvist made 35 saves for a win. In May th- on May 13th, 20 th- no, it was 13, 14, 15. Three years in a row. He's made 35 saves in Game 7, weird. and they've won. I saw, I saw a funny thing, too, where he only – he only loses game sevens one nothing. I don't know if that's oh his stats in games. I don't know if he's actually lost game seven. So they they were saying on the radio that like he has like a he has, his goals against average in game seven is under one. Oh for sure yeah. And so the the guy on the radio was like the only way the Rangers are losing is if they don't score a goal <laughs> because Henrik Lundqvist is not letting in two. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he played outside of his mind, um, and the Rangers. Stuck with it in early in the overtime. They were getting pounded by the Capitals for the first five minutes of that overtime and um, really held it together and, you know, won a couple, well, forced a couple icings and then won a key draw. Got a shot from the point. Deflection. Goal. Uh, it says or deflected here. Deflected off a defender. He's won 14 of his past 17 elimination games dating back to 2012. Um, so not game sevens. But in those elimination games... He has a 9-6 goals against average. That's 0-9-6. Um, and a 9-6-8 save percentage. Those are incredible numbers. I mean, yeah, what what, uh, like what are you going to do? But so, no, Henrik Lundqvist played out of his mind. Um, Dan Boyle got his bell rung. Um, what did you think about that hit? Because so I read Kerry Frazier's thing this morning saying I, that it's not a penalty. Yeah, it's not. Boyle put himself in a bad position. But, like... We can't have people getting hit in the head like that. No, they need to ch- – and it's tough. It's really hard because I, I struggle with that too because you see him step up and you're like, that's a good – that's a good – you know, he kept the elbow pinned. He didn't jump. He, he, he didn't pick the head. He went straight, yeah. straight onto the body. That's almost the definition of a good hit except you hit him in the head and it really sucks that Dan Boyle could be out for Well, a I week. think he should be. I mean, Dan Boyle was the one who got hit from – Nick Backstrom at the end of game one and looked a little woozy there. He's also had a history of concussions. Um, so, I, again, I'm not a doctor, but he, he was But bandy. what do you do with that if you're the NHL? You know, And not that Dan Boyle's a star, but he's a recognizable name. Well, you, you can't do anything. That's a legal hit. No, but what do you do about it moving forward? Do you change the rule and saying that any hit to the head is going to be a They've had no appetite really to change it before. I mean, I think they have to do something because they're like – as much as like I enjoy that part of the game and those hits, like they're they're gonna get sued. Like they they need to they need to well, so that's take I mean. steps. They gotta change something. Yeah, I, I and so I think it'll happen eventually, but I don't think they're in any hurry at this point. Um, Make the ice larger. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's gonna help much. Speaking but. of larger ice, I want to get your thoughts on Austin Matthews. Yep. Um, 
Now there was a rumor that he was going to move over to the Swift. Or well, for for those who aren't familiar, Sorry, Austin okay. Matthews uh, is a kid out of Arizona, projected to go first overall in the next uh, consensus number one entry, NHL entry draft. He he this year in the uh, U.S. development program, uh, he put up uh, numbers better than Jack Eichel did at his age, better than um, Pat Kane, uh, really comparable with Kane Kessel. Uh, he he he's looking to be a, a really spectacular. Uh, prospect, um, and so now he's making his decision on where he's going to go, whether that be um, CHL, uh, the Everett Silvertips uh, have his rights. rights. Yep. Uh, then he was decided between Div 1 and CAA. Uh, he was decided between Boston College, Boston U. I think Denver was in the mix. Um, and then a late, uh, you know, out of nowhere seemingly, uh, the Swiss League. There were reports that he was going to sign in the Swiss League. So this already happens in the NBA because the NBA has a rule where you have to stay or play one year out of college or sorry, out of high school, and then you could be drafted into the NBA. Is this going to be something like the debate, I think, is between whether would the Swiss League stunt his growth because he's playing against men who would just punish him, even though I don't think the Swiss League is the best um, league out there. So are they going to, is it going to be something where they stunt his growth because he's playing with men or is this going to be something that's good and that we see happen more often to these young guys who come in, tear up the CHL and like, well, okay, like this isn't fun anymore. I'm going to go actually make some money. He yeah. could make one to 2 million bucks overseas. Yeah, in, in yeah I think league. they said about half a million, 800 K. Um, not bad. No for jump 18, change. 18 yeah. year old. Um, 17. Yeah. I mean, so I think, I would argue that playing in the CHL, what Connor McDavid did this year, that would stunt your growth more than going and playing against men in the Swiss League. And and, and it really depends on the pro- prospect. Like, Connor McDavid was so obviously out of place. Like, he was too good for the CHL. And that's where you start to get bad habits when you're that much better than your peers. And if he goes over to Europe, he's not going to be stuck playing four minutes a night and that's that's the danger of it because like the Swiss League, they're not there to develop talent. Like they don't care. They're not developing prospects for the NHL. No, they're going to win. Yeah. So they're not going to shelter y- your prospects and you know give them nurse them with power play time and stuff. They don't care. So so long as you're a prospect that 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 you think you're going to be able to go over there and make enough of a difference that you're going to get enough minutes uh, a night. To, to make it worth it, you're not playing five to eight minutes a night. Yep. And I think Austin Matthews probably falls into that category. I think he would uh, he, he would run roughshod over the CHL. Um, he would, if he goes to the NCAA, he, he would probably do, you know, similar, if not you know, a little bit better to what Jack Eichel did this year. Um, and or, another thing or is he like, goes out and, 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 you know, like he has, he, he has an amazing experience. Over, like Switzerland is one of the best countries in the world to live in. Um, he, he's playing against grown men, which I, I really think if, like I said, the, so long as he's playing, I think that's huge for, for his development and he'll be so, ready to So one thing in. over there is they only play 50 games. Now the, yeah, the, the WHL, college, college they only play the 40. WHL is probably when I'm saying this is good for Matthews saving his health where, you know, right. if he goes in the WHL, they play what? 78 games. Yeah. Or they're they're playing an NHL style. And schedule. then they play whatever. Playoffs. If he gets to the yeah. playoffs, that's could be a hundred games. Yeah. Could get hurt, you know, whatever wear and tear on the body. I think it's better for him to go overseas, play against men, play against, you know, maybe not elite talent, but good enough talent to, yeah. to be better than the CHL and play a couple less games 
and make bank, man. Well, make that's money. the thing. Well, and another interesting thing in the whole thing of it is if he goes to the CHL, uh, there's the CHL NH- or AHL agreement where anyone uh, that is playing in the CHL uh, cannot go uh, can't go to the AHL until they're 20. So and and that's that's a big thing where if he does choose to go to Everett, maybe this year um, he doesn't dominate. But by the time if he's if he's not ready for the NHL, which I don't know, it's too far away to you'd yeah. like to think he would be. But if he's not ready for the NHL, they would have to, to send him back, back to, to Everett, and and he like then he would there would be nothing for him there. While if he goes NCAA or if he goes Switzerland, um, he can go straight to the AHL and get some seasoning there as a 19 year old. Right. Um, so I, I think that's another another thing to keep in mind. The CHL, I don't know if they're gonna. They're gonna like. It. I mean, it, it's not an it's not a Canadian guy that's that's doing this, so it's not as big a deal. Yeah. Um, but it, still, it's the number one draft pick. It's a it's a big name that that they would obviously like to have yeah. have playing in their league. Not like the but you know Russian guys do it right like. Oh yeah. Or, or European guys play. Oh overseas Swedish all Swedish the time. guys. Yeah. I mean yeah, and and you see William Nylander, the Leafs Leafs prospect from this year, played in the Swedish Elite League all year. Um, so it's not unprecedented, but I think it's unprecedented it, that someone that's this high. I wouldn't even say it. that. That's a North it's, American. It's, un, it's a North American yeah. thing. It's, yeah. it's unprecedented that someone would leave that grew up in North America would would spurn college at, or the major junior uh, and and go over there away from from family and everything. So yeah. that that's kind of the unprecedented thing. And then coupled with the fact that he's uh, supposed to go first overall. So uh, it's going to be really interesting. Um, I, I'm I'm excited. All the to power see, to him. I I hope he, he does it. I don't think he does. But I, I, it'd be tough to say no to like eight hundred grand, and then you're going to NCAA and you're you're student athlete. You, you know you can't get anything. You can't get yeah. anything <laughs> at all. Well, you get a full ride to college, but other than that. yeah, okay, eight, one year at eight hundred grand, <laughs> yeah, you go wherever true. he wants. All right. Well, up next, we're gonna tease a little bit of Mike DeCur up in here. Uh, he's gonna be <laughs> on uh, joining us to for some uh, baseball uh, insider. Intel on, yeah. on our two favorite teams here uh, in the West Coast here at Toronto and uh, Mariners. So, how are you doing, Mikey? I'm good. I'm just lying here at the park with the good old Keegan and <laughs> hanging out. How are you boys doing? I thought you were at, you, meant, you don't mean a baseball park. You mean just like a real park. No, just a real park, middle city. We just actually watched a dog go diarrhea all over the place. So. <laughs> <laughs> And then some Mormons came up to us and tried to convert Keegan, but <laughs> but, but, but he yeah, wasn't. He, he might be converted. Keegan doesn't know. get talked into a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, parks are interesting in the city. <laughs> this is like a first time for me. So okay, so Mikey, let's talk a bit about the start of the season. Um, let's go. Let's start off with the Mariners in the old AL West. Um, struggled a bit uh, to start the season. Now seem to have heated up a little bit. So why don't you touch a bit on uh, what they're doing and what they got to do to to get themselves out of the dungeon? All well, right. not dungeon, but so the slow start. The pitching was a bit off. Nelson Cruz has been amazing, but now <laughs> the pitching's starting to turn around. You got Felix going crazy. Actually, their second best pitcher right now is Jay Happ. He's been pretty lights out. Kuma's on the shelf. You got Elias coming in to take his place. So if that pitching keeps on going, it'll be all right. Farquhar out of the bullpen struggling a little bit. So he might be dropped to AAA. But it's like the pitching's starting to come around, and that's when they start going. 
they only really need to score four runs a game to have a good record. So, and because this pretty... was a, this was a team that their bullpen last year that was like historically good, right? They they had an unreal yeah. year out of the pen. I mean, their starters were were amazing as well. But uh, so what what what's changed with the pen? What why are they kind of struggling so far this year? Bullpens ha- are always up and down year to year, and that's why the guys come out of the bullpen like. One year they'll just be on throwing 98, and next year they'll just lose it, and that's why bullpen starters are that way. But Rodney's still been sharp, although like he gives you Rodney closes. So <laughs> right, they're, they're basically I, like load the bases on. Yeah, on walk walks, walk the first three guys, three <laughs> strike so, out the side. <laughs> yeah, bullpens are always shaky. They're still fine. They're still average, so that'll be fine. Yeah, and then the pitching. So I'm hoping a little bounce back. They've been really sloppy in the fielding. So like, yeah. Now they have Taylor playing shortstop over Miller. Miller, they're going to try to transition into the outfield. So hopefully that works out. And then yeah, the bats. They just need to put up four runs. Cruz needs to keep on going. Cano's had a slow start, but that's turning around. So I'm pretty. I'm pretty positive. Yeah, I think they still have the best percentage in the AL West of making the playoffs. Okay, not uh, a fan graph. Based on fan so. graphs, um, yeah. What there were kind of some rumors that uh, Troy Tulowitzki might be getting moved out of, out of uh, Colorado there, and the Mariners were one of the teams kind of reported interested. What what would you think about bringing on uh, a little Tulowitzki at short there? I would love Tulo, <laughs> except I. Do not think they'll take on his salary, nor do they really have a huge need for shortstop as they have Taylor and Miller. And, like, combined, they're kind of – they can be a top-five shortstop in the AL. But Tula is apparently having a sit-down with the GM today today to discuss the future of what, what's going to happen. They're going through a full rebuild. so I think if he's not traded by July 31st, that's a surprise. I think he's going somewhere. Just, yeah, yeah, he's going somewhere. I mean, they can't even spell his name right on a fan appreciation <laughs> yeah, giveaway here tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's got to get going somewhere. He's got to go somewhere. And he's a great player, so why uh, not? Why not? So you, the, you say they don't have a need at short. Where would you say their biggest need is? Where do you want to see them plug a hole? Um, I would love center field if they could dive into the cargo pool. <laughs> yeah, pull them out of Milwaukee because they're gone awful this year too. <laughs> and then, yeah, their defense in the outfield's atrocious. Last night they started Ackley at center, Smith in left, and I believe Nelson Cruz in right, and that's like the worst outfield in the bigs <laughs> defensively. They have zero range. It's it's just awful. <laughs> So Carlos Gomez would uh, would be the answer oh, there. That'd be amazing. I would love him. I would love him. <laughs> and then they're starting a four game series against Boston tonight. So I mean, the only thing worse than Blue Jay pitching is Boston pitching. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully they can win three or four there and continue their little roll. The one, little four or five. The little streak. So. Well, you touched on. Uh, we we can switch over to the Blue Jays. You touched yeah. on the Blue Jays pitching. What what is happening? That's a little scary. Hutch is going tonight with, uh, I think, a 6.69 ERA. He's been atrocious. Um, They try to go with the young kids. That's not really working out. They have no ace. Burley is a joke, and he has... He's in second with wins in the bigs right now behind Felix. Well, his run support has been ridiculous, though. Oh, it's been... That's the one positive thing going for the Blue Jays is their lineup, which is been devastating except 
They've had a couple injuries. Reyes will come back, which is nice. Yeah. Travis has been a nice surprise. Yeah. Uh, Pompey got sent down working on more things, but you expect that out of young players. Then the bringer Rain has been unreal. Yeah, he's been he's really slotted in nicely. Hey, they're, they're two yeah. big acquisitions. Him and, Martin. And Martin. Yeah, both and like Bow and Edwin still need to heat up. Yeah, they're exactly. They're still batting like low two hundred. So. Well, yeah. is Bao even worth it being in the lineup right now would be another question that I have for you. He looks – he doesn't look yeah, like himself. Yeah, laboring. Um, <laughs> and then because of putting him at DH really handicaps what Gibbets can do with their lineup. Yeah, I mean, you're not seeing smoke bomb out there because of it, and no. I love the smoke bomb. <laughs> so, no, and, like, I wouldn't mind giving him two weeks off. I mean, the lineup's pretty strong as is, so it's not yeah. really missing out too much. And then you get better defense at first base. Better. Sondo should be back soon, I think. I mean, they're just hampered with injuries, but they're still producing runs, which is nice. They're both, obviously, the rotation has to get a little better. They can't be as bad as they have been. Well, they lead the, league, then, they lead the league in runs scored, and they're second last in runs against to, to the <laughs> aforementioned Brewers. So, yeah, I thought the Red Sox were down there as well. Oh, you're looking right now. Oh, the Red Sox are dead last. I mean, like, they're awful. And I think and the a, ERA. Oh, okay, I think gotcha. one yeah. of those teams is going to go after Hamels for sure. The Blue Jays and Red Sox? Yeah. I don't and think the Blue Jays have the horses to stick with. I don't one. think they have the money for it because yeah. Rogers is cheap. But <laughs> that's, 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 another that. st- that's another that's story. That's another story. At least they opened the roof this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So what do you yeah. think the Jays need to do moving forward to um, get themselves in what many consider a weaker AL East than it's ever been? It's It'll be interesting because no team's really pulling away from it, right? I mean, there's the only Yankees look, four back. The Yankees look okay, but they're not, like, They're old. Crazy. They're going to yeah. fall apart. That's yeah, and their, their rotation's not amazing. Pineda had that 16 strikeout outing which was all right but the jays <laughs> the jays just need pitching yeah. they need a bullpen they need a closer like that's they're going between cecil and castro and that's just a mess <laughs> like you see people like kc they got a guy going seven eight and nine you are guaranteed slots and these guys can't even find one to even go in the ninth yeah yeah, Let exactly. alone get one out. Okay, so do you think that the Jays made a mistake in improving their catcher and their third base this offseason when they really needed pitching and they traded away all those – well, they traded away some prospects to get Donaldson. Then they, I would say, not wasted, but used a lot of money that they could have used on pitching on a guy like Martin. What do you think about that? I think the Martin signing was really good because he's an unreal pitch framer and defensive player. And that goes a long way for your pitching rotation, especially how young it is. And then the bringer of rain, that that looked kind of like a steal. So it's like you can't really blame them for it. Next year, though, they have a lot of money coming off the shelf, so hopefully they can sign some good pitching. They were still fucking you know, paying Ricky Romero, so that was that. <laughs> yeah. I think Burley's off the shelf, though, and he's making $20 million next year. Yeah. Or this year. And he'll be gone. Yeah, that's his I think last they're saving season. something like forty million next year. Yeah. So hopefully they can do maybe get like a price or something. Be, I don't know. They need cool. some guys who are good to complement the young pitching. And like, of course, you're going to get Stroman back, which will be nice. It'd be nice if they went out and even got like a Soriano this year to like just lock down the ninth inning because they can't. Like they brought up Castro from single A, and then it's like, okay, 
you're going to be closing big league games. Yeah, here's the fire. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, okay, now you just completely lost all of your confidence. Like, see ya. <laughs> you're done. And, and yeah. I mean, they, they were thinking about having Sanchez in that role at the beginning of the year. Um, do you, would you think they just can't afford to move him out of the rotation? Yeah, I think that and He's been their best pitcher it. so far. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, – even though he's throwing like three innings a start. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we always have the Blue Jays pitching line, which is like, oh, what are they going to do today? But, I don't know, Sanchez, I'd never really like young guys – closing just because they get rattled i would say easier yeah it's harder for them to forget about their previous outing mm-hmm. so i mean it would have worked somewhat but you never know he's young right yeah yeah so all of a sudden he lets up that three one lead in ninth and then all of a sudden he's thinking about it yeah and then yeah. he pulls a castro and <laughs> <something> <laughs> he's back in the minors i i like i don't know i, I feel like they could have done more to get at least like go with the starters they had, they should have done a lot more for the bullpen because the bullpen is is really bad. Do, do you see Daniel Norris coming back anytime soon? Mm, I would say he would have to work out, spot his pitches better. He's walking quite a bit up here, so I guess once I see that, he'll be back. So maybe a month or so. Okay. But you never know. Hopefully that turns around. I mean, yeah. One to five, they're not looking too sharp. But, <laughs> but they can't. They can't. Like this is as bad as it's going to be. <laughs> they like, got to. They got to go up from you here. Can't get, get well. You can't get there. worse. You actually can't get worse. You just no, have to be worse than the Red Sox. Unless you're Boston. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, like they, they're going to turn it around, like a little bit. At least get like half a run better ERA. Yeah. And like they're still going to produce a ton of runs. So. Yeah. I, I, I don't think the winner of the AL East is going to run away with it. So if you're a couple games over 500, maybe like 86 wins, 87 wins, you could win that division. You'll be in it at least, eh? Yeah, yeah at least. And like last year, I think it, what was it, 88 wins got you a wild card spot? So right. But not out of like... Out of the if question. They, if they can hang around 500 till an all-star break and then maybe swing make, a trade for somebody, make a little they can push. make a little run. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, wide open still, so... Absolutely. I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm kind of hoping for the Blue Jays Mariners series in the playoffs. In the playoffs, that'd be uh, yeah. that'd be an exciting time. Well, we're gonna have a sure. preview of that in July, so we're going yeah. down for the yeah. for the yeah, weekend. That'll be down. that'll be fun, Mikey. We really look forward to that. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. Anytime you want to talk baseball, feel free to call. We'll be <laughs> sure to have you on again. Thanks, Mikey. Talk to you later. Okay. Take talk care, to you guys bud. Later. Ciao. And so another big thanks to uh, Mikey DeKerr for joining us there. Give a little a little baseball insight that that Sirsk and I can't provide. No, um, I have no idea. No, he uh, he he was a good pitcher uh, growing up, and and so he he knows a, a lot. He sees oh, now stuff. he's laying in a park. So See, yeah. what, did, what did that good? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're, kidding, we're working here, like, we're working here like we're working here like schmucks. He's living the dream. <laughs> <laughs> watching watching dogs have accidents all over the park. Uh, you guys grew up together, eh? Yeah, he's got the baseball intel. He's that, probably that got we some terrible offer. stories about you. We um, should have asked him about terrible stories. Yeah, that's too bad. No, yeah, we uh, we met when we were five years old, um, and we've been Love buddies, first sight. buddies since then. Yeah. Now you're living with him. Uh, yep, yep, living the dream. So uh, and not in a rat-infested apartment. No rats. No rats. Um, Yet. 
No, there won't be rats here. This is this is a nice. <laughs> this place. is a legit household. Yeah, and like uh, no black mold. Um, things are looking up for this guy. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, glad to have him on. Uh, he he was a pretty good pitcher back in his in his day. So he he has a lot of. I mean, I played with him on some teams. I was pretty garbage. Uh, I, I I was good when I was young, and, and no one could throw strikes, and I was like four foot nothing. So. I, my, my just crumple up your body into like remember the Simpsons well, episode yeah exactly like if someone threw into my very small strike zone I could I could hit it um, <laughs> and, and, and then like I didn't have to hit it far I just had to run faster right. so like I, I I had a batting average of like 900 one year dribbler to the shortstop uh, and just yeah run. I just beat it out yeah. and steal second steal third right. steal home most wait, of the time wait for home um, <laughs> so, so I mean those were my glory days but he was actually good um, and so he, he sees a lot of stuff that the I definitely can't see when I'm watching baseball. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't either. Um, so always good to have him on. Last thing we want to touch on is Deflate Gate. <laughs> well, not the conclusion. I don't think we've. Oh, heard the it's last nowhere of this. near the end. Um, but the 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 report, the well, what was his Wells? The Wells report. Wells report. Um, I said last week that it was going to be a travesty if Tom Brady got suspended. <laughs> And, and then he gets he suspended gets for twenty five percent of the a season. A quarter of the season. For the like for those of you who don't think that like. 20 or four, four games is a lot in the NFL. It is. It's a quarter of the season. That's yeah. 20 games in the NHL. It's very, it's a significant, significant 40 suspension. games in the MLB. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it, it, it's, it just seems a bit for the equivalent of like what, an illegal stick, which in hockey is two minutes. <laughs> like, in hockey terms, yeah. Like, it just seems cr- like pine tar in baseball. What yeah. do you get for it? You, you get tossed out of the game. Maybe you get you miss a start. Maybe five, yeah, yeah. Maybe Pitcher you gets miss maybe a start. Five games, so you miss. So a you start. miss one start. Yeah. Like it, it's it's just it seems a little insane. Um, and he's appealing it. Uh, that came they out today. Fish, yeah, they appeal um, today. So I mean, he he misses loses one point eight million dollars in salary. Um, the, I actually read something that the the Patriots make money because they they only got fined one million but they don't have to pay Tom 1.8. So they're actually <laughs> net $800,000. Well, and uh, a Brady jersey sales went through the roof oh, yeah. <laughs> afterwards. And I guess the uh, NFL.com store stopped. Uh, they had to block. Uh, you can no longer buy like a custom Pats jersey with deflator on the back. <laughs> they, they, had to, they had to shut that down. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's... It seems, and there's fans pulling money together to to to, to cover the cost of the suspension. I think Robert like, Kraft has enough money. You're dumb. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't care how big a fan you are. I saw these fans. Uh, I don't know where they were. They got arrested for protesting the Brady suspension. <laughs> well, and hey. it was like four idiots at the NFL offices. Four oh, yeah, that's the worst ons. place to do it. Four morons in, in Brady jerseys sitting in a circle with fucking Pat's hats on, and they got arrested. <laughs> and they had signs. Hate us because they ain't us. Free Brady. Fire Goodell. He didn't, he didn't, he's not in jail. Like, you know, like. I think we need a real, yeah, here they are sitting kumbaya holding hands. <laughs> they handcuff themselves together. Morons. I'm sorry, you're dumb. I don't think this is anywhere near done, this whole process. I think that he ends up getting two games. Yeah, I'd say it probably gets cut in half. And, But, like, they lost the number one pick. 
right? They were their first, first round, round pick. First round pick. Then, that's uh, that's where the real damage. Yeah, is. that's where the real. Although you know what? Um, would they trade all that for a Super Bowl? Yes. Yeah, I probably would too. Right. So, at this point, I I I think you know if you if you put it like in that, and who knows? It's hard to say if they would have lost. If you know, it's it's about the 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 Colts game they were up by three scores right but something. the Ravens game before the week before yeah. who knows if those balls were yeah exactly like how far right, back how, does it yeah, go has right it been all season, so you know. I, I think they'll be like yeah well, we're fine take you can take our draft pick in a mill we'll take the Super Bowl we're right. just fine um but yeah yeah I'd, I'd agree with you probably goes down to two games um, I don't know much about their backup but I've heard they they have pretty good confidence in them Garoppolo yeah, yeah he, like and him. it's actually it's a blessing in disguise for them because he's still on his rookie contract. He was drafted last year. Yeah. He's on his rookie contract, and it's going to give them showcase two him. to four games to showcase him and possibly trade him. Well, you him think of what happened whatever. with Matt Castle, right? right? When when Brady went down with that knee injury, yeah. he went and, and he got came a huge contract, and, and he yeah he you know played well that full year. They, I'm assuming they were able to flip him for yeah. for some picks, yeah. and so maybe it's the same thing. They're able to showcase. Well, although. Maybe they don't flip him, right? I mean, if maybe they know he's Brady's the next guy. getting up yeah. there, yeah. right? So yeah. maybe it's an Aaron Rodgers situation. Flip Brady. <laughs> oh, boy. oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> I don't think that'll ever happen. That would, be but no, that's that, that's that's kind of the one blessing in disguise for the for the Patriots is that's gonna you get to you get to know what you have yeah. a little bit with showcase with, Garoppolo. Uh, with Garoppolo and how appropriate is it that as it stands, uh, when Tom Brady comes back, he's playing the Colts. Yeah, the whole yeah. Deflate gate a little, thing started. Little poetic justice there. <laughs> yeah, so that uh, that's probably about it for this week, eh? Yeah, folks, I think uh, it's been uh, it's been a slice. Was this what was this episode thirteen? I don't think we thirteen. Lucky Baker's number dozen. thirteen. Yeah, that is a baker's dozen, right? Yes. Why is that? I don't know. Because a baker once said that it was a baker's dozen. There's hard hitting stuff. <laughs> All right, folks. Thanks, thanks for, for joining us. Guys. We'll see you again next week. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> <laughs>